giant monster bullshit is the most listened to conservative podcast in the country. Son of Godzilla is what we saw last night, but it is really cool together tonight with you, retards. Uh. Welcome back to Giant Monster Bullshit. I'm your host. We watched Son of Godzilla, yep. directed by Jun Fukuda, mm-hmm. that came out in 1967. You weren't looking at this and on your is computer, a are you? Japanese science fiction kaiju hey. film featuring Godzilla. Hey, this guy's looking at this stuff on his computer. This guy's a. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you seen this movie? I have seen this maybe once or twice when I was much, much younger. You haven't seen it any anytime recently? I think we, like, uh, a few years ago, we started. We, like, started it, and then for some reason, we, like, stopped it, like, maybe a fourth of the way through. I've seen this movie probably more times than any other Godzilla movie. Really? Yeah. This was a childhood favorite. I had, like, four favorites that I would get from Blockbuster, like, over and over again. Mm -hmm. And, well, this one was just one that I owned. This was one that I owned outside of that collection that we both had. Uh, where, mm-hmm. you know, it was just a standalone DVD, which was rare for me to have back then. Mm-hmm. But I watched this movie so many times. But this was probably the first time I watched it all the way through just with the sub. Mm-hmm. I always watched it dubbed so my parents didn't have to read it to me. Okay. Um, I remember this is uh, one of the... One of the ones that was at my uh, Blockbuster, the mm. Blockbuster in Bay St. Louis, and I got it, and I remember watching it and not really having much of a feeling one way or the other about it. Really? It wasn't one I was really crazy about, but I can see I can see how it would be like really appealing to a younger person, but for whatever reason, yeah, I didn't. It's a real kid-friendly movie. It totally is, yeah. The past few movies, I've been arguing that uh, they haven't been the transition into Godzilla's Mm -hmm. role as a hero. This one, there's not much arguing. I mean, he's certainly not a hero. Yeah, but he's not the bad guy. He's more of the good guy than he's been so far, I'd say. Yes, yeah. He's caring for a child. Yeah, yeah. The whole time. Yeah. Uh, He doesn't really pay too much attention to Mm -hmm. the people as much he's not going out of his way to not kill them yeah but the only the only monsters he fights are threats to the people yeah but he's just kind of like protecting them by coincidence yeah he does smash the fuck out of their village yeah but he didn't mean it Um, he didn't mean nothing by it yeah he he's a good boy yeah yeah he he would never do this i'm literally shaking so this is a not A direct sequel to that last one, but it shares a lot in common with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They both not only feature islands, but take place entirely on islands, basically. This one, even more, they never touch land outside of the island. They were both directed by Jun Fukuda. I think the story was either that Ishiro Honda was, like, busy, Mm -hmm. or that his Godzilla movies had, had, like, stopped making money. So they... Got somebody else. Yeah, they got Jun Fukuda to start doing these, which is why they have like a different feel to them. Mm-hmm. I guess if you're just jumping in and you're kind of jumping around this series, you're probably not going to be able to tell the difference that much. Yeah. 
but going from that string of movies, which Ishiro Honda didn't direct all of them. I think there were like one or two. Mm-hmm. I know he didn't do Raids again. Yeah. But most of those had a very similar, like, we start out with reporters, and then we watch the monsters fight on a hillside and maybe destroy some cities, and there's aliens. Mm-hmm. And now these past two have just been islands and, like, giant versions of regular animals yeah. and scientists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a uh, very tropical vibe once again. But the, they are too, they are different from one another. Yeah, no, it's not a carbon copy. It's not a rehash, I would say. Just similar. There's yeah. a lot of DNA. Uh, you can definitely tell they're made by the same guy. It's different enough to keep you engaged, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'd say. You don't feel like you're just getting the same thing regurgitated. Totally. Okay, the first thing... Uh, I'd like to talk about is the the set, and maybe it's just because it's a nostalgic thing, mm-hmm. and I've seen it so many times. The scientists have like a, a bunch of like very colorful buildings, yes, set up in a very soundstage mm-hmm. setup where they're yeah. all like you know none of them are in front of each other, so you can see them <laughs> yeah. all when they have Everything. a wide shot. Yeah, uh, there's a nice big bunch of trees around that nest yeah. up the little uh, cracks in everything. There's matte painting behind everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I just really, it has a lot of character. I like that it changes over the course of the movie because Godzilla destroys it and then you see the characters like walking around in the wreckage of that and eventually they move into that cave. Yeah. And I think that's all done really well. Yeah, it is. It's It's pretty cool. It's it's one that I felt like going in I was going to be bored by it but I really wasn't. It was a pretty pretty solid let's I guess let's talk about the plot. It's got a pretty decent uh story and a set of characters. Like this works all right as a like a real movie. Yeah. It's got like decent pacing and everything. It's got all the hallmarks of uh half decent storytelling. Nobody really changes. Nobody goes through like an arc in the only uh the only conflict besides, well, I guess it is the only conflict because all the other conflict stems from it is the monsters yeah. just being there. But they are likable. Yeah. I like the the main dude, forgot his name. And, Goro. Yeah, Goro. Goro and Psycho. Yeah. I like them, and maybe this is also just nostalgia or something, but this cast and characters have something that isn't really replicated in a ton of Godzilla movies, mm-hmm. but they're really... They feel really at home in the plot. Totally, yeah. The story's not really being pushed forward by the monsters. I mean, it kind of is. But it's it's, not in a way that's forced, though. It's being altered by the monsters, but ultimately the people are there for like their their weather experiment. Mm -hmm. And they kind of see that out, and it just evolves into using that as a weapon against the monsters. Mm -hmm. Or not not even as a weapon against the monsters, but a, a way of getting themselves off the island mm-hmm. really so it just feels really natural yeah they're there on that island to do an experiment and then their experiment gets messed up because of manila being there mm-hmm. and then the monsters happen it's just a nice back and forth of like this happens because of this and then they have to do this because it, it all just works really well i'm just it's it's doesn't have that thing where it's like oh these people are like clearly going here to encounter a monster whether they know it or not totally these movies uh especially earlier on have i mean all throughout these movies even in the newer even in the very newest ones uh these movies sometimes struggle to unite a human story uh with uh a monster especially when there's like a monster fight where you have to find a way to bring these monsters together 
Yeah. And they really struggle with it. And, you know, to even like get a story and like make it happen where it's like not like completely ridiculous is hard enough. But they often like fall into a pit of like just feeling like it's it's two different movies kind of smashed together. These two like there's nothing to really. Yeah, they just kind of collide at some points. Yeah. This one did a pretty good job of it really kind of flowed pretty well in comparison with a lot of these earlier movies. Yeah, people and Godzilla. There were some weird uh, editing choices where definitely the events of like a previous day would continue even during like even when it's established that like days have passed. Mm -hmm. But that's probably more editing really because it doesn't change much of the story yeah there's a couple day for night shots Mm -hmm. when they're going to see the spider yeah um there's a part when uh there's a couple spots where it's like goes into slow motion for a second i don't know if that was our dvd or that might have been my dvd my dvd is so fucking old i don't know it's kind of like the matrix but yeah there's a couple of cut in the middle of an action type cuts yeah it works pretty decently just on a very basic level the characters aren't great uh the reason it it might sort of flow organically is that godzilla kind of really isn't the focal point in this one he's kind of almost a side like element manila's more of a focal focal point than godzilla is yeah but even then he kind of happens he's even to the side a little bit it feels like nothing really is well they've had i mean that last movie godzilla wasn't the focal point yeah yeah i know and that and it was much more of a a forced yeah it totally was and there were several like even space amoeba wasn't quite as well like the the balance of the monsters and humans even though it was like it wasn't bad and it was a good movie but it it wasn't as smooth or like as perfected as it was here yeah totally let's talk about some of these suits that appear we get okay. a lot of new monsters. Really, we only get a couple. We, we, we get, get a, a, few. a duplicate of. Well, yeah, I guess for that. That was one thing as a kid seeing this movie. Camacarus was like already a giant mantis. Yeah. Which I always forget. I always just thought like the only thing on the island were uh, praying mantises and they got turned big. And it's weird because the praying mantises are already like bigger than people. Yeah. And then the weather experiment. Makes them mutates them into giant, you know, kaiju size. Yeah, praying mantises, and then Kumanga is already big. Yeah, it's just been buried. It's already on the same scale as the praying mantises, and Mm -hmm. then they're all on the same scale as Godzilla. So it's a little weird. Yeah, they got some pretty. Uh, baby Godzilla is born at one point. He comes out of an egg, and all the uh, mantises are beating the egg to get it open. And it pops open, and a slimy little uh, Manila yeah, comes like out. Proto Manila. Yeah, Proto Manila. There's nobody in the suit. It's just yeah, a puppet. It's just like a puppet, and he's uh, he's goddamn disgusting. Uh, he's, very round. Yes, quite. Very, every edge on Manila, even when he gets a little older, is pretty much all round. He's got no teeth, and he uh, he's get it, it, like immediately all the mantises are beating him up too. Like he doesn't get a chance. This this Manila is born into this world, getting his ass beat. Yeah, yeah. Manila's pretty uh, very babyish. Uh, so yeah, he starts out as like a little puppet, and then Godzilla comes and gets him. Manila gets another suit. Do they have like a kid playing Manila? Now I believe, uh, and I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings here, but I think they have a midget. Playing Manila, I I think that's the right word. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, well, that's interesting. I mean, when one walks and walks up to me and punches me in the nuts and tells me to say otherwise, midget's just such a fitting word. Not to get political on here. Uh, 
<laughs> Sorry. Um, a dwarf. Yeah. I've got the page pulled up. Okay. Uh, a dwarf, if you want to call him that. Much better. Yeah. Personally, I think of like the, the stocky Lord of the Rings guys when I hear dwarf. Yeah, I always think of mythical creatures when I hear dwarf. So, midget. Oh, well. <laughs> we're back to where we started yeah i've always liked i mean i understand it's like really weird looking mm -hmm. not what people would expect from godzilla's son but i've always just really had a soft spot for that design he's got like kind of a heart-shaped head mm. and he's always got like a big grin on his face but i like it there's nothing I can really say to back it up. I do like that his back has like the beginnings of yeah. Like, I know earlier it's cool. Like they grow when he gets older. I yeah, that's pretty cool. And uh, people have said, and I know this doesn't really have much to do with this suit, but I'll try to tie it back in. It's been a discussion among shitheads as to if he's Godzilla's real son or not. Mm. And I think in some like old ass book commissioned by Toho or whatever they say that he's not actually a same the same member of the species it's just like a little baby Oh, yeah, baby else. something and Godzilla's but that's even if it's not Godzilla's but that's direct <laughs> Yeah, that is such bullshit. <laughs> even if he's not Godzilla's direct son, he's gotta be a member of the same species because he's got those spines something on his back. Close. I mean, you and know. he's formatted the same, basically. Yeah. Two legs, two arms, and a tail. He can breathe the same fucking fire. Yeah. Manila's uh I can't say I share the uh, same sentimentality for Manila. I've never really liked Manila. Uh, I always thought he was kind of dumb, not to get political. He's totally just a, a way of getting kids. Totally. If to I, if I, up. if they maybe caught, caught me with it a couple years earlier, like just maybe a year or two, I might've been into him. He's just one of those Jar Jar characters. Totally. That's like Absolutely. Only for kids to enjoy. Yeah, for the kids There's to nothing. Clap. I like Manila cause he's small like me. If I didn't watch this movie so much as a kid, I'd probably be really annoyed really? watching it today. Yeah, he makes those awful like, <laughs> awful like donkey sounds and shit. Yeah, he makes like dog sounds a lot of the uh, times. Sounds like a like processed recording of like a dog. Awful sounds for the most part. There's a couple times Definitely. when he, he does like a babyish version of Godzilla's roar. Mm -hmm. Which I think they did a good job of. But yeah. When I was a kid, I, I didn't think Manila was cool. The thing about, that I liked about Godzilla is that he was cool. Manila was not cool. I liked uh I liked that in like later ones and like the last of like the Heisei ones, he like grows up into like a real Godzilla. Yeah. I think I identified with Manila in that I had a dad too. Yeah, I definitely understand it. Like I'm saying, I, it's not like I don't I don't get it or anything, but it just didn't catch me at the right time. I didn't have a father at that time. <laughs> <laughs> but nowadays, I can't say Manila annoyed me too much. Like just watching it today, got a real dumb face. Let me say this: if you guys are looking to make fun of this movie, I can definitely see you having fun with how Manila looks. Mm -hmm. uh, because as you know it's it's always hilarious to make fun of how someone looks yeah almost always unless you're making fun of me it's pretty silly he's got like a it, it, once he gets growing up a little bit in the couple days after he's born he gets a few teeth <sighs> they're really snaggly do you want to move on to the other suits? Yeah, let's talk about them. Uh, so we've already talked about the mantises, or no, we didn't really talk about the mantises. We just not the suits, them. at least. Yeah. Um, they're like uh, just puppets once again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they've got like two bit. They've they're got too a few skinny of them. to be. 
Yeah. There's three to begin with, and Godzilla kills two of them right off the bat. Yeah, and, and then the third one sticks around. Yeah. Yeah. They've got like strings, very obvious strings for the mantises, and they're always they've got these two really little... clear on this DVD. I don't yes. know if it's just being upscaled to 4K, but I don't remember it being a problem. Well. Like, way back when kamanga like i didn't notice any i i mean i saw the strings but like i didn't really they weren't as apparent as with the mantises and they had a lot of strings on they had to have had a lot of strings on kamanga yeah uh, at least eight at least <laughs> yeah so these mantises are they're just kind of yanking their arms around a lot of the time i think they look all right yeah they look all right they got a pretty good movement uh they they look pretty threatening at times when they're you know, it's easy to do bugs, I think, because they're very, uh, bugs are, it's a well-known fact that bugs do not, uh, express much, but, you know, they don't really have, uh, yeah. you know, you, that you can just kind of have, you can just slap eyes on them, big eyes, and you don't have to worry about pupils or anything, you know, they're just kind of emotionless yeah. creatures, so it's kind of easy to, easier to pull them off, I think. They're a little stiff at some points. There's that quality that bugs have where there's just, like, so many moving parts. Yeah, they're always kind of squirming. Can't quite be replicated, but mm-hmm. they got close with Kumanga. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, yeah, let's just move on to, Kumanga looks pretty damn good. Yeah. I'd say if you gave me ten million yen and said make make me a spider puppet that moves realistically or like semi realistically the best you can do I would come nowhere near this mm-hmm. uh, if you can believe it you know I'm it's well known that I'm a puppet maker yeah uh, uh yeah this it's like pretty impressive at points like the, like I was saying the strings aren't very visible and he's kind of like moving around a lot he's always moving his legs around yeah uh he's got these two little uh, mandibles that are always kind of moving around yeah. he and godzilla have an okay fight i guess yeah it's decent yeah the, the fights in here are not great no but they're not awful they're subpar for the series really like there's never any point where i was like nothing irritating yeah there's no like i mean like the sounds aren't great but they aren't like ear grating so the the last suit we need to talk about oh yeah godzilla is godzilla godzilla looks a little different i'd argue and i i love this movie to death I'd argue this is maybe the ugliest Godzilla ever put to film. Possibly. His head... It's, it's tall. Like, y- tall? He's got a tall head. Yeah, it's, it's, it's too weird. Tall. He's got, like, his big mouth. He's got, like, the whole bottom section of his head is, like, his mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we go, and the section between, like, the top of his head and this bottom mouth part is, like, just eyes. Big fucking eyes, and they like kind of wrap around, you know, the side of his head, and it's just awful. He's just so f- he's fucking ugly. Um, there's a couple points. There's one part when he's looking down at Kamanga. Uh, it's like one of those memes of you know what you see, what she sees. Yeah. And for some reason, he looks down at Kamanga, and then he gets his eyes stabbed. I mentioned many episodes ago, I guess at this point, that there was a point where Godzilla, like design-wise, he strays so far mm-hmm. from the original design that he's hardly recognizable as Godzilla. Godzilla evolved until he stopped looking like Godzilla and they had to sort of put it back on track. And if you didn't see his profile, he is unrecognizable almost. He's really, it's the worst when you're like head on with him. Yeah. Really, really bad. His head's too tall. Yeah. I mean, from like neck, because the Japanese guy's head is in Godzilla's neck. Yeah. And then you got like a head on top that's already like pretty long 
but the, to have the audacity to make the head even bigger is uh, not a good idea. And the mouth doesn't take up as much room as it should. My thing is, like, traditional Godzilla design is going to be mainly you got a big mouth and then you got a little head, you know, head and eyes, forehead mm-hmm. and everything on top of it. And what they did is they pushed his snout back in. Mm-hmm. And then elongated his head yes. to where his mouth is taking up only about 30% of his head. I don't know what you would call this, but he's not got a lizard-like or dragon-like thing going on anymore. Yeah, it, it's it's weird. He just looks like fucking some awful fucking cookie monster-ass shit. This is definitely one of the ones, the, the designs as a kid that really kind of turned me off. Design-wise, I mean... Also because I just like the design of Godzilla and like the Millennium ones. He's got like very sharp lizardy things. Yeah, they really knew what they were going for. Definitely, yeah. They were like Godzilla's like a lizard dragon cool guy. This one I was too dumb to realize that there was a difference (laughs) between all the Godzillas, like even the ninety eight one. Like I knew there was a difference, but like I was just like, yeah, it's all the same one. Really, I I, I'm not trying to act like I was like super aware of it, but I definitely did like notice a difference, and I was like, ah, I don't like the way this one looks. I'd say I noticed a difference, but it never made a difference. It never went past that. Just awareness. Yeah, I was just like, okay, but it's like still the same Godzilla. He's just like look looks a little different next time, but. It is worth mentioning there are two Godzilla suits in this movie, and the other one is only is in the very beginning shots. There's a shot of Godzilla in the water in front of an airplane. Uh, it, it's it's only shots of Godzilla in water where you see the second suit, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's just the leftover suit from the last movie. Mm-hmm. Because he looks very different, his eyes are in different places, and in that one, his eyes are smaller. Very clearly two different suits. If I had to guess why, it's probably just because the one they made for this wasn't made for water. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Because he's only seen on land in the the ugly version. Yeah. The other one's pretty ugly, too. Yeah, no, we're we're not ignoring how ugly that other one is. If you guys were really worried about that, we're not hypocrites. Right. Um, if there's one thing we're not, it's hypocrites. If there's one thing I never do, it's go back on my word. Absolutely never. Yeah, the other one's pretty ugly, but this one's like so. It get it's just gotten so much more paper mache y. You know, yeah, it's, it's awful. The last one was pretty bad. This one's got some eyes again too. They like doing this cool trick where they have eyes on them sometimes. That'll open and close as they go to sleep. Eyelids. That looks okay. I eyelids. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They he does have, have like eyes, eyes in this one. Yeah. They did. They decided to do the eyes again. Yeah, which is a strange choice, in my opinion. Yeah, Godzilla takes some fucking naps in this. Yeah, movie. that's one thing. If you love about Godzilla, that's a, another similarity between the last one. Um, uh, he's taking a fucking nap. Yeah, Godzilla uh, sleeps. Godzilla sleeps for the first act of this. He last sleeps movie. on land. Yeah, he doesn't. I always. I don't know. If if I had it my way, you wouldn't have Godzilla. Asleep? Sleeping. Like, just taking a nap. Like, 2014, it's like, all right, he's exhausted. He just falls down, passes out. Yeah. Or hibernates or something. Yeah, it's just uh, exhaustion. Even in, the la- even in the last one, it's like, oh, he's hibernating. It's like, okay, all right, sure. Yeah. Lizard hibernating. 
All right. But yeah, he just sleeps like a guy yeah. in this one where he's, he like yeah. lies down, puts his head on a rock like yeah. it's a fucking Flintstones pillow. <laughs> yeah, his kid's fucking with him while he's trying to sleep. Yeah. Sitting on his tail and shit. Godzilla beats his child in this a couple, or threatens to. He smacks him a couple times with his tail on accident. There was a... There's some pretty comical points where uh, Manila gets the shit kicked out of him. Or just kind of bonked in a few yeah. comical ways. In ways Bopped. that... Yeah. And that confuses me a little bit because it's like you want kids to be into, you kind of want them to identify with Manila like you did. Like, I yeah. have a dad. I am a kid. I'm smaller than most people. I get my ass beat. I get, <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. It's like, why would, if, if you want these kids to like identify with Manila, you know, why are you beating his ass so much? Are you expecting the kids to go like, aha, he got hit? Maybe, maybe they do. I don't maybe know. Maybe it's for the adults. Maybe it's like they want, they know he's annoying. So they want, yeah, here's him getting the shit beat out of him. Maybe that's why he didn't annoy you so much. It was funny. It yeah. was funny. <laughs> like, okay, I'm not acting like it wasn't funny. Yeah. He gets, like, hit. Whenever, like, they actually, like, slam something into the one of these suits, it's always funny. It's, it's always, always accompanied by, like, a really tinny yeah. sound effect. I like that he comes out of the womb kind of getting his ass beat. They're, like, smacking him and, like, the little puppets, like, getting indentions where they're hitting him. It's really funny. He's, like, screaming. Yeah, Godzilla, uh, at one point, he's trying to teach him how to... He's educating his son as uh, Psycho yeah. uh, says. Psycho is a uh, a native, uh, or not, she, she's Japanese. Uh, how did Psycho get on the island? Her father was there when... World not, War II? Not when World War II was going on. The war? They said he's he was there in 1955. Either that or, like, everybody else left in 1955. He he was there, and, like, I guess she was born on the island? I guess. that Because uh, she yes, seems... Yes, they must have been there since World War II. 1955 just must have been when everybody left. I was thinking it would have been cool if she still thought it was World War II, and she's like, how's... How's uh how's Nagasaki? How's Hiroshima? Yeah. Are they how are they doing? <laughs> are they still around? <laughs> I've got a lot of family in both Nagasaki and Hiroshima. She's like just on the island. She's friends with Manila. Uh right off the bat, she throws him some giant lemon fruit. Uh and he catches it. If there's nothing else that Manila is, it's a good catch. And uh Godzilla's like teaching him how to blow fire. It's kind of a pretty well-known one, I think. You know, he's blowing the little circles of fire. Yeah, his signature move. And uh, he's not doing it quite like Godzilla is. And Godzilla, like, raises a hand. He's like, if you don't do it, okay. And then he steps on Manila's tail. He stomps on Manila's tail, really. Then he blows fire. And I thought it was going to come back and Manila was going to be able to, like, blow fire towards towards the end. Like, Mm -hmm. just freely. It doesn't really happen. Well, he kills the... He helps Godzilla kill Kumonga. Yeah. He just has to put his mind to it Mm -hmm. two things that you'll hear shitheads tell you about this movie Mm -hmm. they never say manila in this movie even though that's like decidedly the name some people like put up a fight i think james rolf is one of those people where he's like they never say manila so i know for a fact that they had like a naming ceremony Mm -hmm. i forgot exactly how they chose it but they had like a ceremony after the movie stopped shooting i think where they had like both Godzilla and Manila like in costume, like they had the you know the midget in the costume, right. and they like dressed him up in like some ceremonial like Japanese clothes. Oh, cool! And they announced the name. I forgot how they picked it. I think it was voted on or something. But the uh, groundhog lo- looked at it. Yeah, <laughs> Manila came out and saw shadow. shadow. Yeah. <laughs> Want to talk about this island? Yeah. Uh, what's this island called? Did you? Did you- 
write it down or no, anything? No, I remember this island you name. remember this island name. Off okay. the top of my head. Salgel Island. Salgel? Yeah. Okay. And they do a pretty good job where they have like an opening scene of some people on a plane and they're like, there's this interference. Where's it coming from? And they were like, is it coming from Godzilla? It must have been Godzilla. Because they also almost crashed into Godzilla. Yes. But they're like, no, it's coming from seven o'clock. So they draw a little cartography on their map and they're like, there's nothing here. Oh, wait. And they zoom in and it's like a tiny island, Solgel Island. There's nothing there. Wait a minute. There's a small island. Island. And I remember, because they say it a lot in the dub, mm-hmm. uh, we mentioned, this is really interesting, in the sub version of the movie, there's a plant on the island called Solgel Parsley. Yes. In the dub, it's Solgel Spinach. Very interesting. Very interesting. And a very in- integral part of what we do here. Uh, they're on the plane, and uh, there's a pretty good part where this dude just got like a radio. He's like, the radio's not working. And they're like, what? Why not? And he's like, uh, there's interference. And uh, he's he's like, it's it's not like a radio wave. It's more like a, a brain wave. It's more like a brain wave. Yeah. It's like, really? You can tell that? <laughs> You know, what a, you know what a brainwave sounds like? Yeah. Do, do we know about brainwaves at this point in the fucking 1960s? How much does a common airplane... How much do you need to know about brainwaves? I mean, all right. How pretty much cut really? and dry. Yeah. It's not there's that... brainwaves and then there's not brainwaves. Right. Any questions? <laughs> the island is probably like 50-50, like actual on location and then sets. They do a lot of like running around in a real, what appears to be a real jungle e biome. Yeah, Uh, a lot of beaches and here it looks even though I had a Blu-ray of that last movie and a DVD of this one like the sand in the water looks a lot nicer I'm not definition wise but it just the colors and everything it looks really nice like Salgill Island looks like a place I'd like to be there's a a scene where Furukawa Mm -hmm. he's the one who keeps freaking out and wanting to go home yeah he's really grumpy cries at the end there's a part where he he gets fed up and he like grabs a gun and he starts shooting at people and he runs away and he's like it's the part when godzilla gets introduced but he like runs onto the beach and he's like in the water and he trips and he's like got his hands in the water and stuff and i remember as a kid thinking like that is that looks so nice like (laughs) that water looks so cooling because the whole movie they're like all sweaty and talking about how hot they are Mm mm-hmm and, like, there's little puddles of, like, this nice, clear water on this sandy beach. And I remember thinking, like, that must feel so good. <laughs> yeah, island-wise, I have the same feelings towards this island as I did with the last one, where it, it's just, it's where the whole movie takes place, so I can't be too mad at it. It is kind of a, a cheap way of, like, oh, yeah, well, there's big mantises here, and also a giant spider was here, and also there's a mysterious egg but yeah, that but was here. They're doing a, a science project. Um, yeah, which is another yeah. trope of these. But, I mean, it, it's fine. It really isn't distracting. None of it had They any... do it. I'd say it's, like, the best that they managed to do it. Yeah, no, they've got, like, a couple, like, towers yeah. strewn throughout the island, pylons, um, a couple uh, heating and cooling balloons, you know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, release the... Uh, yeah, go ahead and release that cooling balloon. Uh, we get the first mention of a monster island, I think. Yeah, he says, like... <laughs> He says something like, like, this is some kind of monster island. Yeah. Uh, Later, they'll go on to call it Monster Land, mm-hmm. like, in canonically, like, even though it is an island with the monsters. Yeah. 
but I think in like everything else since then, it's Monster Island. Mm-hmm. And I remember this, the setting of this. I've always thought this was Monster Island, and I don't know if in the canon, Salgale Island remains the Monster Island. I don't think it does. But Probably not. In Save the Earth, there's a very similar looking island that's just called Monster Island. That's a stage and you can walk around and there's like kind of some similar looking buildings. And in my head, in my dumb little kid head mm-hmm. playing it, I was just always like, just like, yes, this is it. This is so cool. I'm playing in that one. <laughs> island ends up getting uh, frozen. Right. They uh, decide to freeze the monsters to save themselves our cast of characters. They release a cooling balloon, you know, as you would to do that, and the balloon cools out place, and it uh, starts uh, snowing. Do you know about the quote-unquote alternate ending to this movie? I don't think I do. What? That's the second thing. I never got around to it, but shitheads will tell you, like, did you know there's a deleted alternate ending to this movie? And it's bullshit that they say that. It's basically a lie because there's no alternate ending. It's just an extended cut of the ending that we got. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that's different is, uh, you know how Godzilla kind of is walking away with Manila behind him, and Manila falls down, and Godzilla turns around and kind of holds him. They hug, and then they they hibernate. They begin hibernation. Yeah. Well, the supposed deleted ending was that Godzilla just like he notices Manila fell down, and then he keeps walking for a while, and then he comes back and does oh. that. So it's not a deleted ending. It's not it's a fucking just, alternate ending. That's just, the same ending. It's just extended. Yeah. Yeah. But people will tell you like there was a deleted ending. Yeah, th- we got a pretty good cast of characters. In my point, like you said earlier, there's no real arc for anybody, but uh, they definitely do feel like comfortable, and they're kind of having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the old guy's kind of cool. None of them really have like super strong personalities, except for that guy who's like freaking out and he wants to get off the island. Who he cries at the end because he's Furikawa. yeah, Furikawa. yeah. He's he's got a bit of a personality where he's just like freaking out the whole time, trying to shoot people. Mm-hmm. Um, really on edge. He's really annoying. Uh, to me, he was because like he from what they describe the situation as is like everybody volunteered like i don't know Mm -hmm. if they're getting paid or what but they're they volunteered to take part in this experiment i know everybody's entitled to uh you know uh, going stir crazy or whatever Mm -hmm. but he's just so annoying about it he's doing it at every chance he gets there's no point where he's like let me solve let me try to solve a problem or yeah let me try to deal with this he's always just like fuck we have to stay on this island and do this experiment that i signed up to be a part of it's only like a couple more days too like he gets like like this whole movie happens in like maybe a week tops and the the thing is that he he was supposed to stay there for much longer yeah and he's been freaking out since before godzilla shows up i believe Mm mm-hmm and the experiment was supposed to go on longer, and due to time constraints caused by the monsters, they had to do everything faster, and ultimately, I think all their research was destroyed because they ended up having to freeze the island to escape. Yeah. He he did get to go home early, and he was still whining the whole time. Yeah, And totally. he got nothing done, so... Yeah, really fuck him. Really annoying guy. Uh, he didn't annoy me that much, but I understand where you're coming from, and I guess I'd agree, fuck him. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't really get on my nerves. I guess I'm just saying he had a personality. Had yeah, a, yeah. Uh, definite. He trait. sticks out. Yeah. Um. Even the girl. The girl's all right. She doesn't really do anything annoying. Uh. She's got a great arm on her. Yeah. She's she throws those throws those basketball sized lemons like nothing. Yeah. Right into Manila's mouth. Like 
And he's not even opening his mouth. He's it's like his no. barely open mouth. It is a narrow shot, and I gotta give her credit for that. You cannot ignore that. Yeah, she's okay. She doesn't really have much personality though. Like a not lot of the other much. people. Her personality is just kind of being stupid. I'm serious. Yeah. Like they make her stupid, like I guess her dad never told her fucking dick. I guess because like she's asking questions he's like uh, uh, what's his name Goro he's like ah something from Tokyo he's saying like nobody from Tokyo could outrun you yeah and she was saying what is Tokyo like her dad never bothered to fucking like in her 20 years she doesn't know what the fuck she knows what Japanese is he's like you're Japanese and she goes yeah yeah that's the biggest city in fucking Japan. It's like a flagship city. Like, you should have known that, like, before the war. Like, at least, like, heard that, like, oh, Tokyo. Yeah, I know. And instead of saying, place. like, it's a city, he says it's a man-made jungle, and she's like, ah, jungle. <laughs> like, how she fucking... She might as well have been fucking native. Yeah, she really might as well have been. I guess they just didn't want to fucking buy another thing of brown paint. <laughs> so they just fucking yeah. got one girl and called her yeah. Japanese. Yeah, no, she's Japanese. But I, I, I do prefer that to to the natives. Uh, if I, I, I'd like a, a little break from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seeing nah. that same fucking tribe of people dance around in a circle again. Sing all those song. people fucking painted brown. Mm-hmm. It's just fuck it. It's got no purpose at this point. Yeah, those seeing them fucking do their dance for the millionth time isn't serving the plot in any way. Definitely. I guess the other person who has like the next most personality is our main guy goro he's a reporter who uh airdrops onto the island it's never really specified how he knows they're there he just says he, he smelled a story yeah he smelled the story he gives up pretty quick yeah he, he just becomes a scientist basically you get some pretty great photos out of it i guess but i i mean there's tons of photos of giant monsters at this point you know yes yeah. yeah that boom has already happened mm-hmm. then there's like uh the leader of the project is uh, a guy kind of looks like he might be like the leader of a cult it's like a jim jones style cult he's got some aviator sunglasses on oh that, i think that's the main character for mothra is it yeah, I didn't recognize him. I, I I think it is. He's definitely been in something. But yeah, he's got it. They give him like a tuft of white hair, which makes him really. Even though I think he's like not the oldest cast member, they all <laughs> they all refer to him as the old man. Yeah, yeah. I, I that's the only way I knew who they were talking about. Um, Sarazawa shows up again. Yeah, he's like the second in command. Yeah, he's playing a cool. very different character than he did in Sea Monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forgot. He's not a bad guy. He's just like a plain dude. Just a dude. Happy to help on the experiment. Pretty cool guy. I'd like to be friends with him. He seems pretty nice. I'd like to get to know him. Yeah. I'd like to shake his hand. Ah, yes. I'd like to have a drink of water with him. <laughs> I'd like to go play a round of golf with him. Ah, yeah. A good beer on an afternoon. I'd like to f- fuck his wife. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, He's pretty cool. And then everybody else, I... I don't think there's, there's like three else. or four people who never like even get to speak. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, they're just kind of nobody dies. You, you made a good point. It, like, there's all this like catastrophic shit happening to them yeah. over the course of the movie. That if they killed off those background characters gradually throughout the whole thing, you'd get a much more like weighty story. Definitely. Yeah. And well, you, shit has consequence. You wouldn't lose anything because none of those characters have dialogue anyway. You'd create a sense of urgency by showing that like these things are having an effect on the plot and the the characters in them. Yeah. And like, you know, if you're not careful, some of these people might die. There's a scene where like rocks are just falling, like this cave is collapsing <laughs> yeah. and nobody seems to be worried very yeah, much. Yeah, they're kind of like, "Oh, I better get out of the way of those 
uh, rocks. That's probably just another. That's probably I, a product of it being aimed towards kids. That too. I would say. But also, they're they rarely ever kill anybody in these movies to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know, outside of like the first one or like that instance where they kill the alien girlfriend and mm-hmm. uh, uh, Astro Monster. Yeah. But they they definitely should have done that. You're right about that. Mm-hmm. So while we're still here and we haven't moved, right? Uh, I wanted to talk about. We've talked about this off script before, but it's been a while. So do you remember that uh, sm- anti-smoking commercial with Godzilla yes, in Manila using I footage do. of this? I do remember that. What What did you think of that? Uh, and what was your exposure to it? I thought it was good. Wasn't there another? It, it, was it an anti-smoking one? It, it was or either was, anti-smoking it was, it was like or it was like dads it, or something. Yeah, something about either dads or not smoking. I remember it being about not smoking because like might be two different ones, but I remember it one being about dads. The Magugu effect, possibly the Magugu. Your, your universe got a different one than mine. Very, very possible. Completely possible. <laughs> How old were you when you think you saw that? Um, I was in about. First or second grade, and that's when I was into Godzilla at the very first. At the moment? Yeah, at the moment. So yeah, I was probably six or seven when I saw that. I was like, that's cool. Okay, yeah. So that, that lines up about perfectly with me, because really? I I had not seen a Godzilla movie then, and I was thinking about this. Yeah, it might have been my first exposure to anything Godzilla-related, because that was like before I had even seen the 98 movie, which was the first Godzilla movie I saw. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, this is the first Godzilla movie I ever saw. Mm. And I remember, I thought it was really weird looking, because I didn't... Like, seeing people in, like, dinosaur costumes was really weird to me. Like, I think I've told you that, like, the seeing the Ninja Turtles cover at uh, mm-hmm. Blockbuster really scared me. <laughs> because I thought they were, like, dinosaurs or something. <laughs> but that was in the same vein where, like, I was weirded out, but I couldn't look away. Right. And I think I asked my mom what that was, and she said, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's Which cool. Furthers my uh, observation that it fucking barely looks anything like Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the suit's so fucked up. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> you want to get into Don Fries or? Yeah, I guess let's get into Don Fries. Uh, now I'm very sentimental about this movie in a way that I don't think I've been towards any of the other ones so far. Mm-hmm. And I guess there's a few more in the future, but this one might be my favorite, my childhood favorite. And I have just this soft spot, and I think maybe you would, maybe you were able to tell when I was watching it, but it's just like so, like I've seen it all before so many times that like I, I tune out a little bit, mm-hmm. but I, I'm I'm picking up everything. But this is the one that I've already like thought about the most. I think mm-hmm. I remember watching it a couple years ago. I guess closer to like five years ago is before 2014 came out, mm-hmm. and uh, I was with Brandon. And he pointed out that, like, how fucking retarded it was that they were, like, still doing the experiment past a certain point. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, that is really <laughs> stupid. But this is the one that I've, like, you know, uh, invested the most thought into. Right. As far as these older ones go. So I don't have too much to say about it besides uh, it's got a real special place in my heart. My girlfriend's grandfather, I don't know if I've mentioned this before. He's really into these movies. Mm-hmm. I showed this to him the last time I went up there, and I think it was his favorite. But it, it was funny getting his reaction. He was like, yeah, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. And I think he said uh, that last shot, that last shot is pretty iconic of, from yeah, this, as yeah. far as this movie goes, of just Godzilla and Manila like, getting snowed on, mm-hmm. getting ready to hibernate. 
and he said he said something like, "Well, that would make a good Christmas card." He's definitely right. It would make a good one. Yeah, absolutely. I just like this movie a lot. It's got good characters. Godzilla's ugly, but Manila made up for that when I was a kid. So now it's just kind of like when I watch it, I go on autopilot. Mm -hmm. Seeing your reaction to it just kind of as an unbiased, like you don't really have a special attachment Mm -hmm. to this one over any other ones. Uh, I think it also part of it is just that it's decent. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give this one a 6.5. I think that's what it deserves. So Mm -hmm. that's what it's going to get. All right. I, I can't really say, uh, much like the last one, nothing about this irritated me. Uh, nothing pissed me off. Nothing got old. Movie flowed pretty decently, a little better than the last one in terms of plot. Weave the monsters in pretty well, like I said. Some pretty goofy stuff happens in this. Manila is a real source of comedy, uh, both like seriously, like some of the stuff that happens just is like inherently like comical, uh, and it's meant to be. But there's more stuff to make fun of. There's plenty of jokes to be made about, you know, the that being the only woman in that camp uh, of guys, of fellas. Uh, there's plenty of jokes to make about the guy, I don't know, the stressed out guy, like, killing himself or something. Yeah. But I guess my point is that this is a, a pretty decent one to make fun of, if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of laughs to be had if you're not really paying much attention to the movie. Uh, there's some pretty decent monster fights. Not pretty decent. They're They're... Like, they're just not irritating. Uh, I like that there's kind of no bullshit. Like, pretty quickly, Godzilla just kind of, like, breathes fire. Yeah. On a couple of the mantises, and they're just dead. Like, it's just like that. Like, he kills them, no problem. Which is kind of rare. There's always, like, you know, especially as we go on, there's going to be more and more drawn-out fights. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, I don't have much of an attachment to this movie. It was okay. Uh, Just slightly above average. I'm giving it a six. Okay. A six is my rating. That's what it gets, and you don't throw a fit. Well, next movie, I believe we're we're actually doing King Kong. Oh man! Because we switched around um, that gamma. <laughs>